Looking to expand your playlist? Well, Fat Lulz Radio has got you covered. Lose your religion with Reverend Jess and Deacon Sam over on the Church Absurd. Hear nerd culture get dissected on the Fickle Fanboy with RPM. Get drunk at the round table with the designated drinkers. Hear solid and interesting interviews on Unseriously Serious. Do you want to get involved? Send your rant over to the League of Infuriated Nerds. Also, check out the Fat Lulz Radio Associated shows. Get your not-safe-for-work talk radio fix on The Robin Slim Show. Get some life advice from Jerry and Cal on From the Bottom. All of these shows and more await you at Fat Moles Radio. You can find us on SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, and various podcast apps, as well as our website, fatmolesradio.us. HTTP, not HTTPS. We hope you enjoy the smorgasbord of shows we have prepared for you. Fat Moles Radio, stuff full of entertainment. This is former governor of Minnesota, Jesse the Body Ventura, and you're listening to Church Absurd on Fat Lulz Radio. Investigate Tower 7. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. You need to shut the fuck up. You feel brains? Smoke weed. Are you mad? You feel like most of our brothers get fed? Welcome, brothers and sisters, to the second episode of the Church Absurd. I'm your host, Reverend Just, joined by Deacon Sam. Deacon Sam, everybody. Sam, how was your week? You know, it's been good so far. It was uh. Got the rest of my solar panel batteries strung up. You know, actually have electricity now. Yeah. Living out in the woods. Right. He lives out in the woods. So naturally, you know, most of the time it's just in darkness. Ooh, in an RV. He's out in the woods in an RV. Yeah. He's literally living in a van down by the river, folks. I was doing that up in Indiana when we first got the RV. Yeah. We stayed right on the river. It was (laughs) actually quite nice. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, My week was pretty interesting. Oh, do tell. Uh, as uh, as everyone knows, if they listened to the first episode. By the way, thank you to all 14 of you that listened. Uh, <laughs> we, we do appreciate you. In all honesty, it was 14 more than we were expecting. Yeah. So, uh, basically, thank you very much for listening. Um, I got a phone call at work last night at around 3 in the morning. A uh, gentleman called up and, you know, standard. So, I pick up, Al Parker, this is Jess, and I hear, oh, is this Jess? Yeah, that's me. You're like the the big guy with glasses, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, every time I fucking come in there, man, you stare at me and you watch me like I'm a goddamn shoplifter, and I don't fucking appreciate it. So my go-to response was, uh, you know, hey, I, I don't know who you are, so this phone call is kind of pointless. And he goes, oh, you're going to know who I am. I'm coming in there. I'm going to jump across that counter. I'm going to fucking choke you to death. I said, sounds good, and hung up the phone. <laughs> Uh, my whole thing, okay, so three things when it comes to that. Number one, if you're going to choke me, don't call me first. Just come over and do it. <laughs> Number two, uh, if, I'm wa- if I'm watching you in the store, it's because either we've caught you shoplifting or we've been told that you're a shoplifter. And number three, if if I hurt your feelings because I watch you and make you feel like a shoplifter, wah, get over it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? At least we're not watching you through the bathroom window or anything. Right? Well, that's only on my off time, yeah. you know, so... So apparently uh, uh, while I'm working one of these days, I'm going to have somebody come into uh, the store to kill me. So that's going to be fun. I always thought I would die in that place. I just thought it was going to be on the first of the month. (laughs) Are you going to make it weird for them? Turn it into an autoerotic asphyxiation thing? Yeah. Start acting like you're getting off on it while you're about to die. Right. Well, I I figure if they call back the next time I'm working, and I'm just going to be like, okay, can you talk slower? (laughs) (sighs) 
Oh yeah, Daddy, tell me, tell me how you're gonna choke me. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. And now, as always, you know how the show goes. It's time for Unholy Beasts and Blasphemous Theories. Unholy Beasts and Blasphemous Theories. That's right, folks. This is where we look at cryptids or fucking conspiracy theories or anything like that. I was trying to find some good conspiracy theories. Uh, If you remember last week, we talked about uh, the ever-so-loved Lonnie. Everybody loves Lonnie. Yeah, we all love Lonnie. Bro. Every single person I know that uh, has listened to the show has told me that they really wish they could meet Lonnie in person, and I just want to say, no, you don't. You say it now, but you don't. You just you just don't. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so uh, we also talked about the Michigan Dog Man, which we determined is got to be 100% real. I mean, there was a song. You yeah. know, how re- how much more real does it get? There was a song and apparently a Davis film, so which they decided, <laughs> hey, let's just not tell anybody what yeah, that is. Yeah. Let's just keep this one to ourselves. Right. Uh, but what I want to talk to you today is actually uh, one of the few cryptids that has a pretty substantially long Wikipedia article. Uh, and that is the Lizard Man of Scape or Swamp, also known as the Lizard Man of Lee County. Uh, according to this, it's an allegedly reptilian humanoid cryptid, which is said to inhabit areas of swampland in and around Lee County, South Carolina, along with the sewers in town near, near the swamp. So, you know, he, he, has, he has two places. You know, he's coming up in the world. He's got real estate. Yeah. Uh, Summer home, really. Exactly. Uh, he's described as being seven feet tall, so he's a basketball player. Okay. Wasn't the, the dog man seven feet tall? I think so. Maybe I, I think... The- Basically, the whole thing with cryptids, it's, it seems to be a situation of, like, we really want to know uh, that they're monsters by seeing how tall they are. But meanwhile, most of them are just as tall as, like, a standard basketball player. Pretty much. So, like, Shaq could, like, look down at the lizard man and just be like, I don't know, I'm not imitated by you. I don't know, I got nothing to do you know. That's my Shaq impression. <laughs> Is that racist? I don't want it to be racist. Uh, just play the Icy Hot commercial or something. Play the Icy Hot. You didn't listen to some Icy. Put you on the back and get cold and then hot to relax it away. You know, that's uh, that's my Shaq impression. Oh, uh, shit. All right, so uh, bipedal, bulky, covered in dark green, scaly lizard skin, lizard-like skin. Are we sure it's just not a meth head? Yeah. No, that, that there's a distinct possibility uh, it's said to have three toes on each foot and three fingers on each hand sounds like anyone that lives in a swamp and does meth right exactly yeah, i mean because you know they just get fucking they get the shakes and they start cutting things off you know? <laughs> uh it has an incredible degree of strength more than capable of ripping into a car hmm, hmm. okay um a few witnesses have reported seeing a tail although in the majority of cases a tail was not seen so people who genuinely believe in this are like hearing like, what are you talking about? He has a tail. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> it's a seven foot lizard man. He's dude. not going to have a damn tail. He's he's walking on two legs. What damn you, it. What are you fucking retarded? <laughs> he's not going to have a tail. You know what I mean? <clears throat> All right. So the Davis sighting. Okay. So for some reason, these cryptids always are s- s- surrounded by the name Davis. Dogman had a Davis film. And this is the Davis sighting. Uh, the, first report, the first reported sighting of the creature was made by Christopher Davis, a 17-year-old local, uh, who said he encountered the creature while driving home from work at 2 a.m. on June 29, 1988. Okay, so it's a product of the 80s. 
Okay, so it's not meth, it's cocaine. Yeah. Um, according to his account, Davis stopped on a road bordering score ape or scape or swamp in order to change a tire, which had blown out. Okay, so it's two in the morning. He's coming home from work, so he's clearly tired. I mean, if that doesn't scream reliable witness, I don't know what, what, what does. Oh, yeah. You know. Uh, when he was finishing up the report, he uh, he reported having heard a thumping noise from behind him and having turned around to see the creature running towards him. Why? I mean, have you ever noticed that with these cryptid things, they're always willing to like attack in like a really like serial killer type way? You know, it's never like. I mean, the only one that I can think of that doesn't do that is like fucking Bigfoot. <laughs> Big, Bigfoot's the only one that doesn't want to be seen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, these ones will just brazenly charge you out of nowhere. Exactly. I mean, you know, because, like, oh, dude, you know what I just thought of? It might have been Shrek. He might have seen Shrek. He, he might have. Mike, dude dude in the swamp. <laughs> Mike Myers could have just been out there in a Shrek costume, just getting off on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Looking for Eddie Murphy in a donkey costume. Because <laughs> we don't know what sort of kinky, kinky shit those two are into. Yeah, that was a real donkey show. <laughs> Davis said that the creature tried to grab at the car and then jumped on his roof as it, he tried to escape, clinging onto it as Davis swerved from side to side in an effort to throw it off. Okay. The one thing I love about these witness accounts is they're always like, he came right at me and I escaped uh, bravely. And yeah. Like, the only thing that's missing in, like, this overcompensation story, because, like, realistically, he probably, like, Fuck. Ran like a bitch. Yeah, he ran in. like a little bitch. Left his car there. Fucking, there was no swerving. He was just like, oh, I'm from, you know, that's your car now. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a fucking. You go, enjoy it. You know yeah, what I mean? Have fun, right? And um, that's that's the one thing. It's it's the only thing that's missing is like, it, it's like in the fucking the third John dies at the end book where it's like. He's talking about the FBI agent talking, and the guy clearly over-exaggerates everything. So he's like, she says, leave you and your giant cock out of this. You know what I mean? (laughs) I was standing there with, uh, and I was able to lift the car up uh, because I'm a champion bodybuilder. Meanwhile, he's like 5'3", 300 pounds. You know what I mean? (laughs) Kind of looks like Danny DeVito. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm the trash man. (laughs) Okay, so after he returned home... Davis's side view mirror was found to be badly damaged, and scratch marks were found on the car's roof, though there was no other physical evidence of his encounter. A side view mirror being badly damaged. You know who else can do that? A low, a low hanging tree branch. Anybody with a foot, they can just kick it right off. You can probably just yank the fucking thing off. Well, it's well. The the main thing I'm focusing on is the scratches. You know yeah. what I mean? Because like the scratches on the roof. Well, if he clung to the roof, there wouldn't be scratch marks. You know what I mean? Because, like, he's got the three fingers, so, I mean, he would assumably, like, clamp down, you know what I mean? Like a claw type thing. So he wouldn't have to, like, dig his nails into it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the scratch marks don't really make any sense. All right, so here's a quote from this guy. I looked back and saw something running across the field towards me. It was about 25 yards away, and I saw red eyes glowing. That's that's another thing. With cryptids, it's always red eyes, you know what I mean? Yep. Red Bigfoot. And like I don't know about you, I don't. I, I've never even seen a lizard with red eyes. Most of them have like dark black eyes. Yeah. So you know, points off, dude. You know, if you're gonna make shit up, you know, you'd be like eyes as dark as night. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You know, I mean, but that's the thing. It's always the red eyes. It's the fucking lizard man has red eyes. The fucking moth man has red eyes. You know what I mean? 
Um, they're red because they're evil. Exactly. <laughs> they're red, so they're bad. <laughs> they're the bad guys. That's what Christmas is about. Green and red. Green means good. Red means bad. <laughs> Naughty or nice, bitch. Exactly. exactly. Red represents the coal. <laughs> Burning. Oh, that's fucking stupid. And Santa's coming. <laughs> Santa Claus is coming, coming on you. <laughs> He sees you when you're sleeping. <laughs> he knows if you masturbate. <laughs> oh, shit. What are we, fucking five? <laughs> All right. So, he said, I can see him from the neck down. Three big, three big fingers, long black nails, and green rough skin. Okay. I'm thinking it's a meth head that just jumped in the swamp water. You know what I mean? And just got that green film all over him. Good possibility. Yeah. Okay. I looked in my mirror and I saw a blur of green running. So it's the flash. <laughs> yeah. The methed out swamp flash. <laughs> we should change the name of this Wikipedia article to the methed out swamp flash. <laughs> also, the lizard man, also known as the methed out swamp flash. <laughs> I could see his toes. Okay, so if he's a blur, how do you see the toes? Come on, come on, get it together. Right? And then he jumped on the roof of my car. I thought I heard a grunt. So, I mean, it hurt him jumping on the car. Yep. He decided to auto be like, ugh. You know what I mean? It's, ugh. <laughs> it was pleasurable grunt. He's like, ugh, yeah. The clamp down with my three fingers. <laughs> you know, two in the pink, one in the stick. <laughs> oh, shit. I thought I heard a grunt, and I could see his fingers through the front windshield. Through the front windshield. So they went straight through it. Exactly. I mean, obviously, that probably just means that they were just resting on it. Yeah. But but you could see through the windshield. Yeah. yeah. Where they curled around on the roof. Okay, so basically, like, it like came clamping down and then, like, dug its fingers up. So there goes the scratches. So way to fuck up your story, dumbass. <laughs> I sped up and swerved to shake the creature off. Chris's father, prompted by a story that ran in the newspaper of a strange car mauling, brought his terrified son to the Lee County Sheriff's Office on July 16, 1988, at which time he told the story to Sheriff Liston Truesdale. That's a fucking cop name. You know really? I mean? Yeah. Well, how to spell that last name? Uh, T-R-U-E-S-D-A-L-E. No. Never mind. I thought, I, thought, I, thought it would be a family member or somebody I know. <laughs> you? No, not me. You're just like, as I was a boy, they told me about the lizard man. <laughs> they said, do your chores or the lizard man's coming. They said he could be your father. All right. So, okay. Uh, strange car mauling. This is the one that the newspaper story was about. Chris Davis coming forward to report his encounter. Uh, Lee, County, Lee County Sheriff's Office was called to the scene of a strange in instance of vehicle damage. Morning of July 14th. Uh, they made their way to the residence, which is looking blah, 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 blah. When they arrived, homeowner uh, Tom and Mary Huey showed them the vehicle in question. They found that the chrome molding had been torn away from the fenders. The sides of the car were scratched and dented. The hood ornament was broken. The antenna was bent, and even some wires from the motor had been ripped out. Okay. So you pissed somebody off. Exactly. That's that's what I'm thinking. Or a kid just... You were just literal random coincidence vandalism for some kids. Exactly. They're just like, listen here, Tom and Mary Quay. I'll show you the way your fucking car can die. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Just some fucking angry dude. I'm about to go 
way too far. Right, exactly. This sounds like anything that like a fucking baseball bat can do. Yeah. A fucking relatively strong person. You know what I mean? I get that, you know, chrome molding is pretty sweet, but, it, you know, at the same time, like, r- the antenna was bent. It doesn't take... Like, oh, God, the antenna. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you accidentally, like, bump into it a little bit in the they fucking They should have investigated Schwarzenegger for that one, man. Right. The antenna was bent. Yeah, he's just like, you know, I mean, clearly, you know, he's just sitting there. He's just like, I did not do it. <laughs> I was not even in South Carolina. I cannot go there. <laughs> uh, I'm banned from the state. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Oh, uh, shit. All right, so upon closer inspection, it appeared that parts of the molding had actually been chewed as if an animal had used its teeth to inflict the damage. Oh, oh. pit bull rip off somebody's car bumper in a you know, YouTube I mean, video, so it's yeah. not, it <laughs> happen. I mean, it's not that fucking, like, like. It, I mean, it's totally possible that it happened. Or it could have been two isolated incidents. A fucking animal comes along after this person has fucked up the car. It's like, you know what? Fuck this car, too. It just yeah. decides to take its piece and leave. <laughs> Starts fucking pulling on it and shit. Totally. I mean, it totally makes sense. It appeared that part of the molding, blah, 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 blah. To further support the animal theory, the ways pointed out clumps of reddish-colored hair and muddy footprints had been left all over the car. It was goddamn gingers. Right? Exactly. It was just a leprechaun. That's all it was. If anything, we should be talking about the lizard leprechaun. The, li- the methed-out swamp lizard leprechaun. <laughs> That's Flash. fucking... Fucking try saying that ten times fast. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> okay, so when Sheriff Truesdale was in, when investigating the car, locals informed that there might be yet another more bizarre possibility. So basically, this this dude, the, the, this dude's trying to get the fucking information, and the locals like, I, it was probably just some guy that did it. That he's just like, hey man, have you heard about that fucking lizard? <laughs> you know what I mean? Goddamn lizard man, I th- man. I think it was a man. fucking lizard man. I mean like. <laughs> You know, you just look at the scratch marks, bro. It looks like a fucking lizard. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a fucking lizard scratch expert. (laughs) Went to community college for it. Right. (laughs) I got my degree in lizard scratches. (laughs) While we were there looking over the situation, we learned that people in the Brown Town community... (laughs) What? The Brown Town community. (laughs) Really? I mean, this story has 100% legitimacy as of now. Right, exactly. It's the Brown Town. Yeah, and they basically the Lizards Man, the Lizards Man, I'm gonna fucking take Brown Town to Brown Town. <laughs> gonna take Brown Town to Pound Town. Exactly, right? And for you, it's gonna be Frown Town. <laughs> we learned that people in the Brown Town community had been seeing a strange creature about seven feet tall with red eyes. It was just a meth head. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, Truesdale said some of them described it as green, but some of them as brown. Okay, so now the methed out <laughs> swab flash of fucking you know <laughs> it's it's brown it's brown now. So I mean that that gives me more theory that it's just some guy who jumped in crappy swamp water. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, some of them described it. They they thought that it might be responsible for what happened to the car. I don't know what to say about that. Like, really? And apparently, this shit goes all the way up until uh, today. Well, not literally today, but, like, relatively, like, recently. Like, the last sighting was in 2015. Uh, Contemporary events. July 2005, the Lizard Man reappeared in television promotions for the South Carolina Education Lottery. Was it legit, or did, like, they just fucking dress somebody up? Uh, that's what I want to know. 
Woman in Newberry, South Carolina, reported that to the police that she had seen two creatures resembling the lizard man outside her home. The responding officers, Michael Kennedy, apparently amused, told the woman that the creatures just like to check on humans from time to time. <laughs> it's very Canadian of them. That is very Canadian of them. They're just, you know, they're just like, oh, you know, we're just checking you out there. <laughs> Everything good? How's the kids doing, Phyllis? You know. <laughs> Lord, right? The fucking the the husband lizard man is just like fucking. I don't want to go over there, and she's like, "Now, Robert, we have to be friendly. <laughs> We're just checking in for a bit. <laughs> well, you'll be back home to watch the Oilers as soon as possible. You know what I mean? The fucking Canadians. Oh shit, I love Canadians. I know though. they're so fucking awesome, right? They have and they have some of the best television shows ever. <laughs> Like, seriously, man, they had fucking Todd in the Book of Pure Evil, which is one of the best fucking television shows I've ever seen. Have you ever fucking watched that shit? Not yet. Okay, well, I have fucking both seasons that came out in there, so one of these days I'll let you borrow it. It's fucking incredible. It's one of those shows that it's like, it's like Evil Dead fucked Scott Pilgrim. It's really that good. Fair enough. Yeah. Then they, they got fucking, which is arguably the greatest comedy on television at the moment, uh, which is fucking Letterkenny, which is incredible. Like, I've only seen the first season because... The shitty part about Letterkenny is you can't find it in the U.S. because it's like a Crave TV uh, thing. The only reason I saw the first season was because I downloaded it illegally, uh, you know. <laughs> but uh, are you pirate? Exactly, like fucking, you know. I am a pirate, but uh, but like seriously, it's fucking hysterical. So like, I love Canadians. Canadians are great. All right, so, uh, you know, they just like to check in on humans from time to time. <laughs> That's just... Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry there. Didn't mean to interrupt there. Uh, would you like some poutine? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we decided to like the Lizard Man Canadian, but hey, whatever. Uh, in February 2008, a couple in Bishopsville, South Carolina. So this is like a mainly South Carolina thing, where it's like Bigfoot is all over. You know what I mean? All over the U.S. This is specifically South Carolina. South Carolina's like, we want our own. You know <laughs> we I mean? gotta have something. Uh, hand me that fucking lighter, dude. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, once again, not professional smoking on the podcast. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, uh, shit. A February 2008 couple, Bob and Dixie Rawson, reported strange damage to their vehicle, traces of blood, and the disappearance of some of their cats. I'm sorry, I was hungry. You know? <laughs> sorry, I didn't pack a lunch. <laughs> I really wanted Chinese food, and this was the second good option. Figured it would taste the same. Based on how the damage looks, some do have claimed that this is the return of the Lizard Man. Because, you know, he's like Jesus. He's got to come back eventually. Lizard Man's coming again at you. Exactly. On you. <laughs> it just burns through like the fucking blood of the xenomorphs from Alien. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> There's like, sorry, sorry about this, sorry. Uh, this happens all the time. <laughs> uh, the blood traces from the Rossin's vehicle were sent to a veterinary lab in California and were found to be from a domestic dog. Okay, so why is this in the sighting? <laughs> They're just like, oh, well, you know, it was a dog's blood. Clearly a lizard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Had to be that fucking lizard. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they were determined to be a domestic dog. He believes it was the sheriff, E.J. Melvin. That's another fucking cop name. You know what I mean? I you doing? Officer E.J. Melvin. You know what Good I mean? Good Lord. He noticed the size of my dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> The bulge in my pants. <laughs> Hold on. Let me... Let me get a half chub going. Okay, now look at it. Yeah. Look at her. 
right. You know what I mean? looks full and not shriveled. <laughs> uh, it hasn't been the same since my wife died. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm lonely. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Throw some tail to the officer. Oh, uh, shit. Soon after the incident, uh, they discovered a dead cow and a dead coyote in a field next to the Rossons' home. Okay, so here's the story. And this is why it shouldn't be in the fucking sightings. Coyote fucking fucks up the vehicle, right? Gets fucking cut to the point where he starts bleeding out. Sees a cow, tries to take it down and get, you know, better, like heal itself. It's kind of like a, it's like a vampire. <laughs> Coyotes are like vampires. Official church absurd statement. Put it on a, put it in a, put it in a Wikipedia article. Bumper sticker it. Coyote equals vampire. Yeah. Coyote equals vampire. Orgasm equals love. Uh, so <laughs> they discovered a dead cow and a dead coyote. Okay, so basically the coyote gets fucked up from fucking up the car, goes to fucking take out the cow, takes a chunk out of the cow's neck, and then dies itself before it can fucking, you know, feel better. So why is this in the fucking sightings? This is just a whole new thing. Uh, on the TV program Destination Truth, uh, they found lizard man footprints, which they claimed to be a hoax, and concluded that the creature was fabric fabricated. No. Really? No fucking way. I am, I'm devastated. Right? I just, I can't fucking, I, why? I, I can't go on. Everything I know is a lie. Alright, uh, they, they, Lizard Man has become the focus of extensive local merchandising. Lee County Chamber of Commerce hosts a Lizard Man 5K run, sells Lizard Man shirts, and a Lizard Patrol shirt. So they decided, there's like, I know these people are genuinely scared of this thing. Let's fucking profit. <laughs> yeah. Next is going to be Lizard Thought Patrol. Mm-hmm. Right? Fucking uh, Lizard Fed. <laughs> fucking Lizard Squad. Oh, oh, wait. That was already a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, shit. In t 2013, Lizard Man was featured on the show's on the show Mysteries at the Museum. Uh, sighting was reenacted on the television show Monsters and Mysteries in America. In 2015, this is the latest one. A woman who was only identified by her first name, Sarah, claimed to have taken a single picture of the Lizard Man with her phone after stepping outside her church. Okay, so now I hate the Lizard Man because he likes God. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, he put me on this earth there. <laughs> the Canadian lizard man. Uh, Methed out Canadian lizard man. Shortly after the picture went viral, a hunter who wished to remain unidentified released a 25-second long video he had taken in the woods near the same area, depicting a dark figure briefly moving through the trees in the distance, saying that he filmed it in May and kept its existence a secret until Sarah released her picture. Of course. I want to fucking see that video. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's South Carolina. It might just have been a black person who was trying to hide from all the racists there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? There's a colony of them out in the woods, <laughs> plotting their revenge and takeover. Right. right. Dude, now you're starting to sound like Charles Manson. <laughs> like, yeah, it's going to be a race war. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, so that's the fucking lizard man. Do you think it's fucking legit, or do you think it's bullshit? Let us know. Yeah, just let us know in the comments below. Email us at fatlilsradio at gmail.com. Subject, Lizard Man Church Absurd. And we will get it. Or go to our official website, http fatlilsradio.us, and put it in our ask column. <laughs> right? Because it's clearly just a Tumblr. <laughs> you know, that, I just, <clears throat> that I just put my own fucking bullshit URL on. All right, so. Now, I do have a story. It's not really a... Uh, 
a conspiracy theory, but it is, has been a mystery to me since it happened, and I did want to share it and see about getting any feedback on it okay. from our faithful 14 listeners. Faith, the faithful 14. 14 people can't be wrong, folks. <laughs> the numbers don't lie. They're very huge. <laughs> now, you're, now you're overcompensating, President Trump. <laughs> Let me tell you, okay? Nothing is bigger than our 14 listeners. Believe me. <laughs> I've talked to many experts about 14 listens, and they all agree it is huge. <laughs> all right, so t so tell your story. I want to hear it. Now, when I uh, I worked at a larger chain pet store, mm -hmm. we had you know cages of mice and all kinds of little those little critters along the wall. Uh -huh. There were pullout drawers with a glass case, you know, with the glass case in the front and everything. Well, yeah, if you're messing around with mice, you want to pull out. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Now, we checked on the mice, and we left them. About ten minutes later, one of the managers comes up and says, Hey, why didn't you all check the mouse cabinet? What, what are you talking about? We just did. You know, ten minutes ago, everything's fine. None of them were you know, dead or sick or anything. He goes, Come here. Shows us. A mouse had been pushed up against the wall, hands and stomach against the wall of the, uh, of the case, and had been eaten down through the neck and through the shoulder blades and all the way down and just emptied out and there wasn't a drop of blood anywhere. And where was this? This was at a pet store in Bowling Green. Bowling Green. So we have the zombie mice of Bowling Green. Yeah, it's a, it's been a mouse murder mystery. We couldn't figure it out. We put a video camera in front of the case and watched it. it never happened again. And uh, yeah, it's just been... Uh, I don't know. I wonder if we sold that mouse and it just went on to terrorize the family that I lived with. Just like some evil doll. It's a mouse that just scurries out and moves your shit it's around like at the, night. The Chucky of mice. <laughs> like what? What happened to this mouth? Mouse. I want some. I want some answers. And please give me something in the comments. Fourteen people. Let's crowdsource something off the internet to give me some kind of peace of mind at this it's it's weird though because it's like you know they fucking uh, well i, I know it what haunts happened. my dreams i know what happened man charles lee ray came in he was like holy fuck i'm dying <laughs> and he's just like you know i better fucking put myself into a mouse so he's just like give me the power i beg of you <laughs> and he's just doing that shit you know what i mean so now it's just fucking charles lee ray in a mouse costume and he's going around going like i have a date with a six-year-old boy <laughs> that's the creepiest line in that fucking movie yeah. the first child's play there's literally a line where he goes i have a date with a six-year-old boy <laughs> my question is how many fucking like bullshit like you know like fucking things do they have like how many times did he read that line because he did his line all in voiceover so okay. he's like sitting there he's just like let me do another one <laughs> One more time. <laughs> and the fucking the guy doing the recording was a real creep. And he's just like, uh, hey, uh, Brad, can you uh, say it slower this time? <laughs> Deeper. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. We'll be right back on the Church Absurd. Uh, this guy, his name's uh, Sheriff Williams. He said that he uh, wanted to put an ad on our show. And False Co. said they were okay with it. So, uh, yeah, this is a message from Sheriff Williams. We'll be right back on the Church Absurd. How you doing there, folks? Uh, my name's uh, Sheriff Williams, and uh, I'm a I'm a sheriff in a small area in eastern Kentucky, and I uh, I, I wanted to take the time to uh, ask y'all a favor. So I paid for some advertiser space, and listen, I, I I'm in a bit of a bind. I'm, I'm really low on my arrest quota for the month. 
So I was wondering uh, if any of you are out there doing meth or uh, selling meth or or uh, doing anything with, with drugs or, or if you're planning on doing anything like a, a speeding ticket or anything, please just call me first. Uh, I, I'm getting really scared that they're going to let me go and I got kids to feed. So if you could just uh, call me and let me know if you're going to do math, uh, just uh, look in the phone book. It's under Sheriff Williams and uh, please uh, help me. I I can't. I can't lose this job. You you got to understand. I just put a new pool in, and uh, you know I, I just I, I I can't lose it. So if you could please just give me some help, I'd really appreciate it. Please help me. My name is Sheriff Williams. Oh, okay. I'm sorry about that, folks. Welcome back to the Church Absurd. Uh, I did not realize that's what Sheriff Williams was going to do. Yeah, I not opening the door one two three not it right exactly uh basically we put him uh, we turned his mic off he's just sitting in the sound uh like the side booth that we have that we you know let advertisers who come in and do their own commercials do it uh oh shit what <laughs> what, what no. is he doing no. I, I don't oh, oh god oh that's gonna be hell on paperwork falsco is gonna be pissed at us yeah first time we bring in an advertiser and that happens oh god damn it like, right. like we said last time, it's all downhill. Right, exactly. All right, so, uh, you know, we've uh, talked about Lizard Man, and now I think it's time to go into everyone's favorite segment, which is... Up, man. That's right. Wow, that's fucked up. Okay. Everybody's favorite segment. Exactly. And we have two special items for Wow, That's Fucked Up, so it might take us from one break to another, uh, but uh, it's pretty special. The first thing we're going to look at, uh, we're going to save the best for last. But first, for this segment, I just want to say shout out uh, to Brandy. Uh, one oh, of, yeah. One of our most loyal listeners. We won't say her last name because I'm sure she doesn't want to admit to listening to the show, but uh, she's been super supportive. And her title at work is the ass manager. <laughs> She's an ass man. <laughs> the ass <laughs> manager. The ass manager. All right. So uh, basically, yeah. Shout out to Brandy. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, and uh, hold on, we got Lonnie in the studio. Lonnie, what do you want to say to Brandy? Brandy, I, I thank you for listening. And uh, maybe if you can help me find Bigfoot, I'd appreciate that. Okay, thank you, Lonnie. Get the fuck out of here, Lonnie. Right, exactly. How did I let him in my fucking house? Okay. I don't remember you letting him in your house. That's a weird thing. Right, exactly. Isn't that <laughs> We've been up? sitting here for a while. Right? And he just sort of shows up. He's like, uh, what do you call it? The fucking, uh, <laughs> he's like the Babadook. You know what I mean? <laughs> Babadook. <laughs> exactly. exactly. You just think about him and he fucking shows up. All right. Uh, so the first thing I want to look I want to look at or well, listen to rather is uh, this uh, the lovely illustrious Doctor Phil uh, <laughs> was kind enough uh, to bring on a boy who uh, well he's a man now but when he was a teenage boy he uh, murdered his mother with a sledgehammer and he decided that he was going to interview him in the dumbest way possible. However, it's not Doctor Phil that's fucked up; it's the kid that's fucked up. So we're going to listen to this shit. And, uh, Did you kill your mother? Yeah, here it is. Yeah. You killed your mother. And why did you kill her? She uh, wasn't taking care of my family. Meaning you and your brother? No, yeah. I mean me and my dad. Is that who you mean? 
Uh-huh. Wait a minute. Hold on. He goes. He goes. You mean he wasn't? Ta- she wasn't taking care of, of of my family. And he goes, okay. You mean me and your brother, uh, or you and your brother? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, is that what you mean? Like, why? Why would you fucking repeat the question? Like, he just yeah. answered it. Like, fucking listen, Doctor Phil. Damn it, Doctor Phil. The one thing I fucking hate about Doctor Phil is he always asks the stupidest questions possible. You know what I mean? And like, he just—he's really trying to milk it for fucking ratings. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he'll like it doesn't fuck what these people are really going through. You know what I mean? Let's just really fuck with their heads and ask them the most obvious questions. I remember there's one episode. Uh, where there was a woman who came on and all of her money had gotten stolen by some guy online, like pretending to be a lover. Oh, right? yeah, catfished. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he was just like asking her, like, the most, what what would be triggering questions. You know what I mean? He's just like, Do you, are you, do you realize you've given all your money to someone who might not exist? And she's like, Yeah, I, I realized that. And he goes, do you realize that there's no possibility of him ever existing, <laughs> ever? Yeah, yes, I realize. I'm telling you, there's not a single shred of evidence that this person who stole all $250,000 of yours is a real person. Yes, I realize that, Dr. Phil. Well, let me just clarify. You know what I mean? Like, he just fucking keeps going with it. It's like, fuck off, dude. Yeah. Right? Okay, so let's get back to this shit. And so, because she wasn't taking care of you and your family, you decided to kill her. All right, he's nodding. Did you think about discussing it with her instead of killing her? (laughs) Did you try to talk about it first? Did you go to her and say, Mom, I'm thinking of killing you. Can we fix this? You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Good Lord. I think we have some unresolved issues. Sounds like Mr. Mackey. Right? Okay. Oh, my God. What if Dr. Phil is Mr. Mackey? Like, they just... What if? <laughs> right? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a fucking conspiracy, bro. He, it it yeah. fucking comes all down to it, man. Fucking, we'll cover that next episode in the uh, cryptids. Fuck covering it, man. I'm putting it out there right now. Dr. Phil is fucking Mr. Mr. Mackey. <laughs> <laughs> It's totally real. Fuck it. I, I believe it's a thing it. now. We said it. And right? We are. We run a podcast. Are we not respectable people? Yeah, we're on the internet, so it must be true, right? Yeah. All right. Next, we'll put it on Facebook. That really solidifies it. Exactly. All right. So we got this. All right. Let's let's go back to this fucking bullshit. I didn't think it wouldn't do anything. Okay, he didn't think it would do he anything. Thought it won't do any good to talk to her, so I'll just kill her. Dragging <laughs> it out. He's nodding. When did you decide to kill your mother? When I bashed her head. I decided the day I did it. And the I decided the day I did it. So there was no premeditation. He was just like, I think I'll kill my mother tonight. You know what I mean? Like, he sounds like Sling Blade, man. He wasn't going far <laughs> in the first place. I need some masturbators. <laughs> Method you chose was what? Uh, beating her to death. And you, you beat her to death with what? Uh, sledgehammer. God, my parents thought I was bad. <laughs> and how many times did you hit her with the sledgehammer? What, what, well, why does that hold any relevance here, Mr. Mackey? Okay. Now, if it was less than seven, I could see where it would be considered maybe an accident. 
But if it was more than seven, I hate to tell you, you have a problem. You need to get over it. <laughs> I don't remember. About. Did you hit her once or did you hit her? Can you ballpark how many times you bashed her fucking head in? <laughs> I need ratings and numbers equals ratings. Can you just pretend it was 60 times? <laughs> Can you pretend that she was liquefied at the end of it? You know what I mean? <laughs> what do you think the pre-interview, like, you know, because, like, before they start filming, they I bet two- the kid just stared at him. Right? I mean, he just stared at him because he just killed his fucking mother with a sledgehammer. What if the kid's 100% normal? You know what I mean? Like, he's like, he just, like, he, like, had it, like, how Jeffrey Dahmer was, like, very fucking, like, well-spoken and everything. He was just like, yeah, you know, I just, uh, ate their penises and, uh, <laughs> you know, I would go to the gay bars and, uh, take them home and eat their penises that way. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like... You know, like, he was very soft-spoken, very well-spoken, though. Like, he didn't sound like fucking Sling Blade, like, get on my mother, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, basically, like, he's just 100% normal before, like, the pre-interview. And Dr. Phil's like, okay, this, this isn't gonna work. <laughs> You're talking like a regular human being. That's not gonna get me ratings. I, I gotta top Ellen, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I do. I do just want to send this video to my family and say it could have been worse, but that would be, that would be just it would just look bad. Right. You know, when they open that, they're just like, "Huh, what's he trying to say?" You know, it's like a. I've been ringing him out getting a sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but but with all the sledgehammer for all the wrestling fans, the audience, this is what Triple H could have been. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back to this bullshit. Ten times or a hundred times? <laughs> I'm sorry, we're just, we're gonna continue, but like really, ten is that's a pretty like wide number to ask. Yeah, it's pretty you. Big range. Is it ten to a hundred? Because because uh, one thing I've noticed about my show is people don't watch it and believe it unless they're a hundred. You know, so say a hundred. <laughs> That will give them relativity. <laughs> About 20 times. 20 times. Was this a three-pound sledgehammer, five-pound <laughs> sledgehammer? What was the, the weight on it? I need to know. Did it have the 24-inch the handle, <laughs> the 28-inch handle? Did you buy it at Lowe's? or What about Ace Hardware? Did, did you, you find ha- that did, as a good place to buy it? Did you have an Ace Rewards card? <laughs> <laughs> Did you get savings on this? <laughs> I don't know. Heavy. Yeah. Way bigger than a hammer. <laughs> yes, Dr. Phil. That's, what that's, that's how sledgehammers work. You know, that's usually how they work. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And where did you hit her? In the head. Uh-huh. Where, <laughs> really? <was she? laughs> Can I just say fuck the editor on this? <laughs> He goes in the head, and you hear like very quietly in the background, <laughs> like "fuck you, dude." If you're gonna do it, man, just be like, go all out. When he's like, "I hit her in the head," you know, I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Go all out with it. Don't fucking get a pussy little ting like a wind chime. <laughs> was she when you did this? Where was she? She was in her room. What was she doing? She was uh, sleeping. 
Masturbating. I found, <laughs> I found the room is the best place to surprise women. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just love it. Well, what was she doing? Was she just watching TV and she was like, what are you doing with that sledgehammer? <laughs> um, really getting into home improvement. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Tim Allen. You know what I mean? I mean, it was home improvement if she wasn't taking care of the family. Right. I <laughs> uh, need Al with me. Where's Nelson, my neighbor? <laughs> Okay, so your mother was asleep in her room, and you opened the door and went in there? Okay, and you, you need to help me understand here. You're standing outside her bedroom door. You've got... He goes, you opened the door and went in here. I, I need you to help me, me understand, understand this. No, I need to you understand were standing this. outside the door. Did you turn the doorknob? <laughs> And you know, provide a little bit of force to open <laughs> the door until it was open to a level where you could slip inside with, with a sledgehammer. With a sledgehammer. Uh, speaking of which, how big was the handle? You know what I mean. <laughs> sledgehammer in one hand, you've got your hand on the doorknob with the other, and you open that door. What's going through your head at that moment? Really trying to paint a vivid picture. I don't remember. My mind was pretty much blank. Where did you get the hammer? I uh, got it from our garage. Did you go out to the garage to get it? <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. No, I just mm, caused it to materialize in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> did you go out to the garage to get it? No, like, no dude. <laughs> Fuck off. No, I already had it. Uh, you know, it was I didn't just, just carry it around with me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That night? Uh-huh. And this was about 11 o'clock at night, right? Yeah. So where were you right before you went to the garage? Where were you when you made up your mind to do it? I was taking a shit. <laughs> I was in the living room. In the living room. Why kill her that night? Why not kill her a week earlier or a week later? Something. Was it because you realized Firefly had been canceled? <laughs> <laughs> if anything was going to make me kill somebody, it was the loss of that brilliant Josh Whedon show, Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> made that night the night. I had enough. You had enough? Why that day? I just uh, thought it was a good time. I could fit it into my schedule. <laughs> I had a tennis lesson <laughs> the next day. <laughs> and I had lunch with my father on Saturday. <laughs> so I figured I'd just get this out of the way now. <laughs> Instead of sitting in the living room watching your fucking bullshit TV show. <laughs> you remember opening the door, right? It wasn't locked? It wasn't. Did you Clearly it wasn't if he got in. I mean, she was asleep, right? And that's how he was able to do it. But it's not like... <laughs> It's not like he'd be able to just like bash it in without her waking up. 
She is a very heavy sleeper. <laughs> you stand there and look at her for a minute before you did it? Yeah. That's when the erection came. Did you came. say goodbye to her in your mind? <laughs> no. And when you swung that hammer the first time, did you swing it hard? Yes. No, I figured I would just lightly tap her to see if she could feel it. <laughs> A courtesy tap. <laughs> you know, just like, hey, this is about to happen. <laughs> this is what it's going to feel like, but like 30 times worse. <laughs> did you swing from over your head? Mm -hmm. I mean, was this a big swing from over your head? As opposed to a small swing. Those little pussy swings. <laughs> were you were you just, you know, sort of bringing it down like you were joking and you accidentally caved her skull in? You know what I mean? Like Alright, so he's nodding. Did she make a noise? I couldn't just hear the hammer hitting her head. And what did it sound like? Now he's really trying to fucking get ratings. You yeah. know what I mean? What did, it, what did it sound like? What is the sound of hammer going on to flesh? Does it kind of sound like you're in a butcher store? You know what I mean? <laughs> there was this uh, wet thumping sound. Yeah. He just laughed How at How long that. before you hit her the second time? Just a few seconds. Did you think she was already dead? Uh, she woke up and she started, uh, seizing up. Did she look at you? Uh, looked into her eyes, but, uh, she didn't look at me. <laughs> well, she couldn't even look at him. Her, her eyeball was caved in. <laughs> <laughs> there was no looking. <laughs> Dude, like, fuck Dr. Phil, seriously. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous, man. Like, he, he's he's just milking this shit for fucking ratings, and it's just the most irritating fucking thing in the world. Oprah is so disappointed in him. Right? She's just like, I put you so far up on all this fucking bullshit just to watch you fall. Right? And, like, you know, he was just like, you know, at the end of that segment, he's just like, you can find the extended interview at drphil.com. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I was hoping that it was going to be like, you know, the opposite, like how he does with every other person on the show. Like the person comes on, they can't stop eating, so he sends them to fat camp. Yeah. And then like they come back two weeks later, right? He's like, what we're going to do is send you to a five-star resort for serial killers. Uh, and you're going to experience, you're going to sit down with the BTK killer. <laughs> And you're going to determine whether or not you want to end up like him. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, he comes back two weeks later, totally normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just like, I just want to thank Dr. Phil. Uh, it was a really fun resort. Me and BTK got along really well. <laughs> he kept wanting to tie me up. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, shit. Well, speaking of things with murder, because the most fucked up things are real-life murders. Uh, there's this weird subculture uh, on Tumblr and shit, and it's, you know, fan fiction. A lot of people write fan fiction, and I get where you're coming from. You want to be involved in the things that you love. 
I can understand, like, Supernatural fan fictions. I can understand fucking, you know, Doctor Who fan fictions. That's fine, even though I don't really like like either of those. Dog the Bounty Hunter fan fiction. Exactly. That makes sense. You know, he just That goes, was a red flag when that girl read it to me. That was <laughs> a serious red flag. Yeah, and then she was like, let me show you my swastika collection. And you were just like, <laughs> fuck, gotta get out of here. Right? Uh, but uh, I ate the ass first. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so there's this weird fucking culture uh, with serial killers and fan fiction. And I'm not talking like, you know, uh, pretending that you got away from a serial killer. Uh, but I'm talking about fucking hardcore pornography. Uh, and it's not that hard to find. You just search serial killer fan fiction and you'll find some shit that is fucking... <laughs> you'll find a new dark to the internet. Exactly. Uh, so what we're going to do here is read you uh, the fan fiction related to one of the most prolific uh, serial killers. I feel like this segment's just going to turn into you making me read fucked up things. I feel like it'll be a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you ever bring something to the table that you want me to read, I'll totally read it. But like, what I like, though, is that, you know... Cause... <laughs> what? <laughs> Calzone slut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this uh, <laughs> oh, okay, um, <laughs> this whole thing is uh, a fan fiction written by the ever illustrious author Calzone Slut. Uh, so yeah, let's give her little props. And it was a response to an ask. So basically, someone asked for this. Yeah, somebody uh, did. Yeah, and uh, the question was, can you do a gay smut Jeff Dahmer fanfic? I love you forever if you do. Which is, uh, I mean, that's really. Uh, very specific very specific qualifications for being loved forever by this person and they asked it anonymously <laughs> right so how am i supposed to know who loves me how if I read hard it? are they supposed to love them right exactly like the through the window kind of love or exactly or you know penis in the refrigerator love <laughs> you know all right so um i I'll, I'll read the first part of this and sam you can read the real juicy parts uh, but thank I think you. it's thank you very much. I think it's important that we uh, you know set the mood. Uh, so let's do that now. Lights flashing, music blaring. You dance, scanning the various men in the club. But one caught your eye, and apparently you caught his too, because he was already watching you from the bar. The man looked out of place in a white button-up shirt tucked into his jeans, with big wire glasses covering his face. But he was cute. His blue eyes studying you over the top of his glass, taking a drink to help get the courage to go out on the dance floor. Still dancing, you watched as he slowly walked over, chuckling as he shaked his hips off beat to the music. What are you doing here? You yelled over the music. Just looking for some company. He smiled at his soft nasally voice. What's your name, handsome? He rubbed the back of his neck. I'm Jeffrey, but you can call me Jeff. Come on, Jeff, let's get out of here. So you started off to his apartment. Walking into his apartment, it was small but clean. He had just on the couch as he got two cold beers from the fridge. He came back, handed you one, instantly opening his and drinking it down. He sat watching his Adam's apple bob with every gulp. <laughs> Sliding over and grabbing his crotch, he nearly spit out his drink. Come on, Jeff. No need to play nice. I know you want me. Sliding his hand up your thigh. He massaged your growing bulge, leaning and gently kissed your lips before he suddenly got rough, not expecting it from a sweet man. Grabbing the hem of your shirt, ripping and exposing you. He left open mouth kisses down the side of your neck 
and scraped his teeth down your chest, paying extra attention to your abs, leaving a bruising bite marks on your happy trail. Jeff ended up on his knees in front of you, undoing your jeans and tucking them down your legs, holding your cock in his hands, slowly stroking, spreading your pre-cum around your swollen tip before he slowly lowered his head, taking your cock down his throat. It felt so good. His mouth was warm, hands trailing down you as he took, his bo took your balls in his hands, gently squeezing. Oh, fuck, Jeff. Oh. Pulling his mouth away, you looked down, blue eyes peering up through the wireframe glasses as his fingers curled up around your cock, jerking up and down, feeling yourself come closer. But Je when Jeff opened his mouth, pink tongue sticking out, you came, white cum painting his mouth. But his blue eyes shined, swallowing every drop. Laying back and trying to catch your breath, Jeffrey had another idea as he pushed you off the stomach, face first on the couch, lifting your hips up and spreading your ass. He spit, looping you up. That's fucking poor grammar. Just saying. Yeah, that is. All right, poor go grammar. ahead. Bring it home, Sam. <laughs> sliding two fingers in your ass, stretching you. The feeling of his cock sliding in was indescribable as he fucked into you, feeling his hot breath on the back of your neck. You could feel his long fingers pressing themselves into your hips as he moaned out coming. Jeff, Jeff fell back against your back. Both of you in a pleasure daze as he wrapped his arms around you. Okay. So, I... Uh, I wanted a murder to happen at least. I mean, right? Come on, that just—that was just some gay smut. Can I just say for the record, he killed seventeen people. Why couldn't this be one of them? Right? Exactly. <laughs> Why couldn't this story have included a murder? That was exactly like it was just smut. Even if it en even if it ends like quickly, you know what I mean? Just a shocking ending where he's like, and then he bit my cock off. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, like that would be that fine. Would, that would be all right. But this was just. You fucking failed us, you, you um, failed calzone us. slut. Right, exactly. You failed us, you and you failed the man who requested this. He doesn't fucking love you. Right, exactly. I mean, come on, dude. Like, let's be completely honest. If you're going to do it, you know, go for a full nine. Don't pussy out when it comes to fucking murder. You know what right. I mean? It's Jeffrey Dahmer. Gay smut, all right. Right. Jeff Dahmer. That says, that's Jeffrey Dahmer says murder. 17 people. 17 fucking people he killed. Ate the cocks off of plenty of them. Well, he, well, I take that back. He kept the cocks. He ate everything else. I mean, you gotta keep the cock, right? But that, but he at least ate their asshole. You know what I mean? He at least ate the ass, right? Exactly. He ate that booty like groceries. And you can't even put in a murder in a fan fiction. Come on, dude. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm kidding. Calzone slut. If you're listening to this, I doubt you're one of the fourteen. But <laughs> if you're listening to this, hey, you know, good on you for working with what you were asked for. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but next time, remember murder. Yeah, exactly. Disappointed. Remember murder. We're not mad. We're disappointed. If you want to take it to full on, <laughs> you got to make sure there's a little bit of murder. I know. You got to give us something. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's really fucked up. That uh, she didn't include the murder. Yeah, no, she just went for the, the, the gay sex. Yeah. All right, so now we're going to uh, head over to another break uh, because, you know, that was a nice little longer segment of Wow, That's Fucked Up, but it was a good segment. I was happy with it. Uh, but uh, Falls Co., naturally, they pay for the advertising space, so naturally we're going to give them a little time to shine. Uh, this is them advertising uh, the sequel to the critically acclaimed film, uh, of Lonnie's Day Out. Really excited for this one. Exactly. Out. This one seems like it's going to set the bar even higher. So, uh, Falsco, why don't you tell us about it? We'll be right back on The Church Absurd. He thought it was over. I did it. I finally killed that last Bigfoot. 
But in a moment's notice, he realized that his mission had not yet been accomplished. I, I don't know what it was. He's walking upright like a man. Okay, what did it look like? It looked like a giant ape with a man's face. Oh my God. Now, he must journey to the land of sun and beachfront property, Miami. I can't take in a Dolphins game, I gotta find Bigfoot. But what he doesn't realize, this time, it's much bigger than anyone thought. Oh no. It looks like Donald Trump is Bigfoot. If you thought the first one couldn't be topped in stupidity, you clearly underestimated Lonnie. You get out of that White House, you son of a bitch. I'm taking you out with me. Lonnie King, Jason Statham, Sylvester Stallone, and President Donald Trump in Lonnie's Day Out 2. I'm in Miami, bitch. And we are back to the Church Absurd. I'm your host, Reverend Dress, joined by Deacon Sam. Deacon Sam, are you going to go see that movie? I'm honestly going to wear my Bigfoot costume to the theater. Right. And just Can we make it like it's the next The Room, where it's like we all like carry props and shit, throw them at the screen? <laughs> you know, people. Like the old showings of Rocky Horror Picture Show? <laughs> the old showings, the current showings, yeah. the showings that will be in the future. That all happens there. Yeah. One thing that I've always wanted to do is do like a commentary to like really analyze the Rocky Horror Picture Show. You know what I mean? But yeah, but yeah maybe we'll do that as a bonus episode or something. But uh, yeah, I'm curious, Sam. What's your opinion on music? Like, what kind of music do you like? You know, I still go back and listen to a lot of old Metallica, some new Metallica. Um, so you like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so you like more hardcore stuff? Yeah, that and a lot of classic rock, especially. Living out here, you know. Okay, well, uh, have you ever heard of the band Anal Cunt? <laughs> no, I have not heard of Anal Cunt yet. Uh, well, uh, let me tell you, they got an illustrious uh, song career. All right, they have okay. such songs as Hitler Was a Sensitive Man. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give you AIDS. <laughs> I'm glad you got breast cancer, cunt. Seems like a lot of really relatable content. Exactly. I mean, you know, uh, all our fans are gay, you know. <laughs> Uh, this is a great one. Uh, you know, I'm going to play it for you now. It's a, just a little 22-second song, but uh, it, it's honestly the uh, probably the, the most heart-forming, uh, the heartwarming and heart-forming of uh, anal cunt songs, and it's uh, called Van Full of Retards. So <laughs> here it is, you know, a little AC for you. All right, so that's anal cunt. Sam, what do you think? I had to bang my head. All right, exactly. It's really, really catchy tune, right? And like, what's funny is uh, people people don't uh, understand the seriousness and uh, the most proper uh, of vocal techniques that Seth Putnam uses. You know, I, I just think that's interesting. Uh, so, do you like anal cunt? Let us know in the fucking comments below. <laughs> yeah. Let us know what you think about anal cunt. Yeah, and uh, that's a little preview for one of the next commercials on the next episode. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, because Falsco got in touch with me, they were like, "Hey, we uh, we're going to be promoting an album on the next one." So, uh, gotta have anal cunt. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right. So, uh, 
basically we uh we were supposed to have uh that's one thing we got to address uh, we were supposed to have that third co-host we talked about in the first episode uh, the brother of jesus jerry christ uh and unfortunately uh we fucked up and uh we we need to admit this it turns out last week while we were just sitting here recording uh he was being crucified yeah uh so basically he is uh in a tomb right now uh we went to check the tomb earlier and uh, it was empty so we just gotta wait for the second coming you know they stabbed him in the chest to make sure he was dead on the cross yeah only jaeger came out yeah the spear of dick's did he (laughs) (laughs) right uh so jerry christ is not going to be joining us however we're we are eventually going to be having guests on the show so it won't just be us two retards talking there'll be a third yeah there'll be a third making it a van full of retards so you know <laughs> anyway just got a rage right man. you can't help but rage i mean the, can you imagine the fucking circle pits during that song oh man right exactly Alrighty. so um oh and another great song by anal i just saw the gayest guy on earth <laughs> <laughs> and it was me <laughs> Oh uh, shit, that's not part of the song, but uh, you know, I'm I just like coming out on podcasts. Yes, he did look in the mirror. Anyway, so yeah, uh, basically, Sam, uh, we don't really have a third segment, and uh, I think you know it's only fitting. Uh, we what? eat more lasagna. No, let's not eat more lasagna. However, thank you very much, Kim, for making us. Uh, yes, Sister Christian did make a very good lasagna. <laughs> no, no, she's Sister Blaze. It your <laughs> sister, your your girl is Sister Christian. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I think it's only fitting that we play a game. Okay, you know, and, I'm always uh, up for a game, and uh, it's a very very simple game, and it's uh, you can play at home too. It's a really fun one, uh, but don't cheat. Don't be getting on your phone, googling these things, trying to figure out the answer before Sam does. Sheer intuition is what you need to use. Yeah. Speaking of which, shout out to Jeremy Shear and El Hordano Diablo. Let the hate flow through you on Lousy Weather Media. Also, shout out to Ross the Fickle Fanboy. Thank you very much uh, for providing uh, support for our show, and uh, thank you very much for the work you did for me the other night uh, on the phone during phone sex anyway he knows just what to say <laughs> anyway uh so this game uh is very very lovely game and it's called uh alex jones or charles manson and basically i'm going to give you a quote and you have to determine whether it is an alex jones quote or a charles manson quote sounds pretty fair that does sound fair sounds- okay Sounds like it'll be a lot of interchangeable quotes, to be honest with you. Yeah, and that's and that's the surprising part. I mean, if you don't know who Alex Jones is, uh, he is a he's the proprietor of uh, Infowars.com, and he does like a whole bunch of different type of conspiracy shit on his show. He's very adamant about chemtrails, and uh, you know shit like that. Pushes a lot of really weird products, like a chicken chocolate milk. It's chocolate milk made with chicken bones. Yeah, and dust. Uh, and here's a here's here's what we're what, what I'm talking about. You'll know how insane he is with this little clip here. Just type in Pentagon tested gay bomb on Iraq. They considered no, they didn't consider using it. They've used it on our troops in Vietnam. They'd spray PCP on the troops. Jacob's ladder. <laughs> you think PCP, some horse tranquilizer, something? <laughs> they got stuff that'll whack your brain permanently. He was obviously brain chips in the troops. They give the troops. Special vaccines that are really nanotech that already re-engineer their brains. <laughs> the dramatic pauses—that's what. Yeah, there it is—the gay bomb. 
Look it up for yourself. I mean, this is what they're... What do you think tap water is? It's a gay bomb, baby. Okay, so, you know, he's clearly fucking batshit, right? So, the one... As you can hear from our, you know, theme music, we actually have a Charles Manson quote in the theme music. And, uh, you know, you can tell just by, uh, you know, hearing that, that Charles Manson is insane. Uh, but here's here's the quote without the music behind it, just so you can understand. Okay, so here it is. Do you feel blame? Are you mad? Uh, do you feel like Wolf's Kebab for Frenich? Get Frenich, Boots, 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 Right? Okay. So, by that, you know, it's it sounds like something Alex Jones would say as well. It does. You know, so that's what, that's what came up with this game here. Uh, so we're going to play... Uh, Charles Manson or Alex Jones, and I think I think we're both really excited about it. I am very excited. You know, uh, I'm not going to be playing. It's all Sam. And Sam, if you win, uh, you get to take some lasagna home with you. All right. All right. So, and if you don't win, uh, you have to chug that beer that you have in front of you. Fun. Yeah. On. Uh, so hopefully you chug it so much that you puke, and we get it on fucking uh, microphone. <laughs> you underestimate an alcoholic. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So here's oh, the I really am, though. <laughs> help me. <laughs> Silent cries for help. All right. All right. So you'll know when you get it wrong because you'll hear one of these. You know. And if you get it right, you'll hear this. Okay. So we're going to start off uh, the first round. <coughs> Are you ready, Sam? I am ready. Are you ready, folks at home? I think they're ready. Okay, here we go. First quote. I'm like a chimpanzee in a tree, jumping up and down, warning other chimpanzees when I see a big cat coming through the woods. I'm the weirdo because I'm sitting in a tree going, ooh, ah! Definitely Charlie Manson. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. It was oh. Alex Jones. Wow. Right? Wow. And, yeah, this game's not going to be fucking easier I, than you I said. Up. I thought there would be a lot of interchangeable ones. Right? God damn. Okay. Second round. Now, folks, did you get that right? Let me know if, in the comments below. You know, a long time ago, being crazy meant something. Nowadays, everyone's crazy. Yeah. I want to think about this one. I want to hear that angelic sound. Uh, <laughs> clock's ticking, clock's ticking. I'm... <laughs> take a th take time to think. This is our think music. I was going to use the Jeopardy theme, but I don't want to get fucking copyright infringement. Yeah. Uh, everybody's crazy. Everybody's crazy. Charlie Manson or Alex Jones. They're both fucking crazy. Hey, um, you people listening at home, stop looking it up on Google. Yeah, don't Google it. Just do it like I'm doing. My phone's my phone's on the table. Locked. Lock screen. Shattered. Phone. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I must still stay with Manson. Give me Manson. There we go. Yeah, that's correct. There it is. Charles Manson said that. So. Really saw Alex Jones saying that one too, though. Right? It, it makes sense. That's that's the fucked up part of this game is they are so interchangeable. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. All right. Uh, second, the uh, third round. Okay. I can't dislike you, but I will say this to you: you haven't got long before you're all going to kill yourselves because you're all crazy, and you can project it back at me. But I am I am only what lives inside each and every one of you. That's Manson. Alex Jones can't get that deep. <laughs> there you go. There we go. You made it. Oh, All right. I feel my ascension. All right. Round four. 
Stop feeling like you don't have power. Stop feeling pathetic and weak. Break out of your television-induced trance. It starts with a war growl. It starts with getting fired up and staring at yourself in the mirror and showing some teeth. That's Alex Jones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is a fun game, right? Round five. What do I do, Lord? Destroy the child and corrupt them all. <laughs> really want to say Alex Jones for comedic value, but that's a Manson. Oh my god. (laughs) Alex Jones, what the shit? That was Alex Jones, man. Uh, uh, Now, naturally, he was, uh, you know, fucking, probably just imitating something. Yeah, there there might be some context to that, but. Yeah, well, here, I'll show you. It's, It's still Alex Jones, so. Fuck. Here we go. What do I do, Lord? Destroy the child, corrupt them all. This is their plan, people. These are demons. <laughs> the shit. Right? I love it so much, though. Okay. <laughs> round six, right? Five. No, uh, round five was just that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, six. Yeah. Well, you're fucking up, fam. Uh, All right. All the average feds care about is dressing up in black uniforms and having mustaches and staring at people. I know your mustache is cool. You got little gold frame glasses. You scare me so bad. Manson? Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> that was Alex Jones. It, this is this is an testament to how fucking strange the yeah. fucking quotes of both of them are. Yeah, they are. This is, All right. this is a, definitely a two-way street. This one, I think, is really going to throw you off. Let's, let's try it. Total paranoia is just total awareness. That's Alex Jones. <laughs> wow. Right? Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> I love this game so much. All right, round seven we're on? Yeah. Okay. Scum, Nazi, filth, trash, garbage, maggots. We're all ruled by little chicken neck Nellies going, kill everybody. I get off when I talk about cutting people's power off. I'm a Nelly. Alex Jones. I was about to say, give me something. <laughs> in all honesty, you are you are in the lead right now. <laughs> you you got more winners than you have losers. So, oh shit, I just fucked that up. Okay, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Round eight, right? Yep. All righty. You people would convict a grilled cheese sandwich of murder, and the people wouldn't question it. Manson? (laughs) (laughs) That's it. You got it correct, man. Uh, Congratulations. You get to take some of that lasagna home with you. Oh, great. I'm going to fuck it. (laughs) Put your dick between the fucking folds. (laughs) All right, so now on The Church Absurd, uh, what we're going to do here, uh, if you don't know about the other Fat Lol shows, there's one that we have in the works right now called League of Infuriated Nerds. Uh, basically, it's like a StoryCorps type project where people send in their rants and stuff like that and it gets featured on a compilation of the show, and that's what the episodes are made up of. Uh, we haven't had anybody send anything in yet, and we're hoping that we can get people to send in, so I figured it would be only fair if I go first. So Sam is going to interview me for my rant. Uh, and the rant that I want to talk about is Adult Swim. 
So, yeah. Fair enough topic. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, naturally, some people might un- might not get why I say this, because I'm quite a big fan of Rick and Morty. I'm a big fan of your pretty face going to hell. I'm a pretty big fan of Aqua Teen. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, like, I'm no stranger to Adult Swim shows. I was a real big fan of Space Ghost Coast to Coast growing up and everything like that. That was even before they were Adult Swim. Uh, that was the only racy show they had on fucking Cartoon Network. And uh, basically, my hatred of uh, Adult Swim comes from their treatment of one show in particular, which is an incredible show. Uh, you may have heard of it, uh, called Metalocalypse. Okay. Uh, the story of Metalocalypse, for those of you that don't know, is basically that uh, this death metal group by the name of Death Clock, uh, they you know are part of this prophecy of the Metalocalypse and everything like that. And, uh, you know, it's about four seasons long, and then it has a one-hour opera-like type thing. And they put in the fucking work. Every single time they did a season, they recorded a full album so they could have a new song in every single episode and everything like that. And at the end of the season, they would release an album. It would be incredible. And the albums performed relatively well. Uh, Not to mention that uh, they had a couple featurings in uh, various games like Guitar Hero and shit, like Guitar Hero 2 had Thunder Horse on it and everything like that. Uh, the guy who created it was a guy named Brendan Small, who was also behind uh, this mo- this show, Home Movies, which was also featured on Adult Swim for quite oh, a while. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, you know, he's no stranger to media. And when Metalocalypse premiered, it premiered to, you know, decent reviews. Like, a lot of people liked it. It built up this fan base, not necessarily just through the TV show, but also through the music and shit like that. And also uh, through performing live, because Brendan Small would take the, take a band and perform Death Clock songs live, and it would be a full-on show with a full projected screen, everything like that. Meanwhile, uh, William Street, who is the people that own Adult Swim, had the whole control over it. You know what I mean? They had so like any time that they went out in concert, they got a profit. Any time a DVD was released, they got a profit. The album released, they got a profit. Everything like that. So they were making fucking hand over fist for this, and everything like that. Not to mention that the ratings from advertiser revenue and everything like that. Because especially like the third season, they went to 30-minute format instead of the standard 11. And in that 30-minute format, they were able to fucking, like, have a full-on, like, advertisers throughout the entire episode. Uh, so it all came to a head in season four. Uh, there was, as with Adult Swim, you know, uh, there's usually about, you know, two, three years between seasons. Which... That's fucking annoying. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, you get, like, for example, prime example, uh, Rick and Morty. Uh, Rick and Morty, season one and season two were in succession in years. Season three didn't come out until two years later. And we don't even know when we're getting a season four. Yeah, God. Yeah. And meanwhile, another really irritating thing is that their seasons are relatively short, especially for their 11-minute shows. You know what I mean? Which, I don't mind 11-minute shows. Those are fine. Your pretty face is an 11-minute show, and it's fucking great. However, when the season is only six episodes long, it gets really fucking annoying. Yeah, that's not, not because, a lot you're given. Yeah, and then they, they put it out on DVD, they release the seasons, and they want you to pay fucking top dollar for what comes out to less than an hour of content. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so And, like, naturally they put bonus features on it, but regardless, you know. Uh, and they wonder why they don't make money on their DVD sales anymore. Because, like, the only thing that people will buy on DVD from them is Rick and Morty. And that's why that's pretty much the only thing they put out these days is that. Uh, so, basically, Season 4 comes along in 2012. And Season 4 ends on a cliffhanger, right? A year later, uh, they put out this one-hour fucking special uh, called um, The Doomstar Requiem. Uh, which kind of brings uh, the any of the storylines from Season 4 to a close but also starts a storyline for what would be season five. 
this was back in 2013. It's available on Hulu right now. Uh, I want to play a little bit of it, uh, some of the tracks for it, just to show you what uh, you know you're working with as far as fucking uh, Death Clock. Because I have the whole Clock Opera on my fucking phone, and it's you know fucking great. So here. So they put out this full fucking album. And it's fucking great. Like, the, the fucking music in it's fantastic. And, like, Brennan Small does all the fucking shit for it. Like, he does the fucking guitar tracks, the bass tracks, everything like that. Fucking does the vocals, everything. And for the clock opera, he had three different voices to sing with, essentially. And he lost the guy who usually did it with him, who took over half the voices and had to mimic them himself, and he did it properly. It was fantastic. It was almost unrecognizable. So the clock opera ends on a cliffhanger. And uh, basically, if you haven't watched the show, you should watch it. If not, spoiler in three, two, one. Uh, the spoiler uh, is basically William Murderface, who is the bassist of Death Clock, gets infected with this, like, disease or something like that like kind of like a possession type thing uh that their enemies essentially inject into him and the last shot of the clock opera is basically this thing taking over the left side of his body so clearly setting up a cliffhanger like some shit's gonna go down not to mention that there's this big storyline about the prophecy of the metalocalypse itself that this guy mr salacio was involved with that was never explored right it was never done right so we've been sitting there waiting going like when season five gonna come out when season five Finally, in 2016, we're given a fucking uh, little notice uh, on the official uh, Twitter page that it won't be returning. Uh, Basically, Brandon Small puts out this interview, and he's like, they ask him, okay, what's the deal with Metalocalypse Season 5? You know what I mean? Are you going to finish your story? And he's like, well, I can't. And they said, why? And he goes, "Uh, Adult Swim won't pay for it. And, you know, naturally, nowadays, everybody's like, well, just do crowdfunding. That's fine. You know what I mean? Just do crowdfunding. Even if you can crowdfund half the budget, I'm sure you can find somebody else advertiser-wise to pay for. Because, like, Death Clock has fucking subscriptions to fucking, you know, like, they have uh, fucking advertiser revenue from Gibson, fucking Crank, all this different type of music shit. Oh, yeah. And not to mention Brandon Small himself has a fucking guitar that Gibson put out. It was a Gibson Thunder Horse. And it's, it's really badass. Yeah, it's a pretty fucking cool looking guitar. Hold on, I gotta drink some Mountain Dew. Can you tell I'm a fucking nerd? I'm drinking Mountain Dew. Oh yeah, game fuel. You know, recording a podcast, most people would drink fucking water, but I'm drinking Mountain Dew. And I'm drinking Budweiser. Yeah, uh, and uh, basically, uh, they said, okay, well, they're they won't pay for it. Okay, well, what about crowdfunding? Uh, they said they still won't. You know, they won't allow that to happen. Like even if we crowdfund, they won't they won't do it. And they said, okay, well. Uh, what about giving up the rights to some, you know, somewhere else like Netflix? Because Netflix is prime for selling a property to. Arrested Development did it. They did season four. It came back and it made a fuck ton of money. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, so basically, they uh, he goes, okay, well, why don't you put it out to like Netflix or Amazon or something like that, or even Hulu because Hulu has the whole series uploaded oh, yeah. on, onto there. And he was like, well, they won't release the rights. So basically. They refused to let it finish. They refused to pay for it, and they refused to let anybody else do it. So basically, they're just saying, fuck the fans of Death Clock and fucking Metalocalypse. Fuck Brendan Small, even though he gave us two really well-performing shows on here. God damn you, William Street. Right, exactly. And like another thing that fucking pisses me off about fucking Adult Swim is they focus so much on just bullshit content. You know what I mean? Like, there's 
maybe three shows that I watch now on there, which is Rick and Morty. Naturally. Your Pretty Face and fucking Eric Andre show. You know what I mean? Because Eric Andre show is just when you want to fucking think about nothing. You just fucking... Yeah, exactly. Like, Eric Andre is a show that you put on when you don't want to watch anything. But it is still very funny. Like, seeing what he does to his guests is fucking hysterical. Uh, But everything else on that network just does not interest me whatsoever. You know what I mean? Like, fucking uh, Hot Package or fucking Tim and Eric's Bedtime Stories. Like, I was a fan of of Awesome Show, Great Job when I was growing up. But, like... As you get older, you're just like, okay, well, this gets kind of old. You know what I mean? I managed to get through one episode. I think I was really high when I came home. When I was 16. And I, put in it, I just turned on the TV, and it was on. I was like, yeah. I mean, there's, I, I couldn't change it. Like, there is some gold in Awesome Show. I mean, there's a, there's this whole segment where they're talking about, like, the universe. Like, it's a fucking Cosmos documentary. It's fucking hysterical. That one's great. But, like, most of the shit is just like, huh, okay. You know what I mean? It's, a lot of Adult Swim is just fucking shows you turn on when you don't want to watch anything. Or, like, when you're trying to go to sleep at night. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, when I was in college, that was when I watched the, the most Adult Swim. And it was great that fucking Metalocalypse Season 4 was on when that happened. You know? But, like, when I was in college for a year... But most of the time, I was just sort of, like, blindly staring at the TV or checking my phone all throughout it or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? And, like, that's my problem with Adult Swim is they don't, they don't fucking care about their fans. They don't fucking care. Like, they, basically, they, they troll people constantly. Like, they, they made a fucking petition for Death Clock, right, and fucking Metalocalypse Season 5. The fucking petition got 100,000 signatures, yeah. including someone from Adult Swim themselves. They purposely signed it just to troll the fucking people. And they're just like, yeah, fuck you. We're not bringing it back. You know what I mean? It's just like, that's why I don't have any fucking qualms about fucking downloading shit from, from them illegally. You know what I mean? Fuck them. Exactly. Like, fuck William Street. Fuck Adult Swim. And, like, everything like that. Like, I'll support Rick and Morty mainly because Adult Swim doesn't have a stake in it. And that's why there's so many fucking, like, delays between seasons. Yep. Is because uh, Justin Rowland and Dan Harmon won't give up all the rights to it. Yep. You know what I mean? They'll put it out at their leisure. Exactly, because, and, like, that's the thing, but it's, it's the same thing with Adult Swim, where it's just, like, you know, they fucking do this merchandising shit, like the fucking Rickmobile. People that stood in line for the fucking Rickmobile are fucking retarded. Yeah. Like, seriously, because, like, it's nothing but a corporate shill. Like, that's all that is. Like, I could see where you watch the show and you support the show. However, you fuckers that really, like, get into it and, like, fucking dress up in cosplay and fucking do dub smashes over it and everything like that and fucking musicallys go fuck yourself seriously you're ruining the show for everybody yeah and even even fucking dan Harmon fucking hates you so like what does that tell you about everybody fucking hates you just go home exactly go home fucking cry into your fucking you know uh plumbus pillow and go fuck yourself you know (laughs) what i mean like that's my whole thing it's like it's they've got the plumbus x now yeah they're ahead of the they're ahead of the race on this exactly so that's my whole thing like basically like if you're one of those fucking Rick and Morty fans, fuck you. If you work for Adult Swim, fuck you. If you're, you know, if anybody that's behind the fucking, you know, cancelization of Metalocalypse before it was fucking finished, fuck you. Fuck you. Exactly. Uh, so basically, if you want to hear, uh, you know, more shit like this when we finally get it out, send your rants. Uh, send everything over to fucking uh, fatlulsradio at gmail.com with nerd rant in the title and everything like that. And we'll feature it on League of Infuriated Nerds. Uh, so this is essentially the first rant that's going to be on there. It's, uh, it's going to be me talking about this. I'm going to fucking splice in a clip from this, and we'll be good to go. So, yeah, if you if you want to fucking support the shit, support the show, we appreciate it. And on top of that, 
you know, um, thank you very much for listening. And if you agree with me, fucking send glitter bombs, glitter bombs to to William Street. You can mail an actual potato. Yeah, mail a potato or the the bag of gummy dicks with yeah. a note that says "eat a dick." Yeah, or eat a bag of dicks. Yeah, someone says you should eat a bag of dicks, and like that's the thing. Fucking do that shit to William Street because they fucking deserve it. They really do. I think there is a company where you can mail dog feces. Yeah, yeah. or you can just you know. Shit in a box. Yeah. Shit in a box and send it to them. Uh, yeah, go the pink flamingos route. You know, go John Waters route and just shit in a box and send it to them. And, like, right, this is for not giving Metalocalypse Season 5. Love the church absurd. You know what I mean? <laughs> Cause you, can you imagine the fucking press we'd get from that? Yeah. No, we might have 15 listeners. Mm-hmm. 15, we're moving up in the world, baby. Yeah. It's Shitting a, in high cotton. It's a gay bomb, baby. <laughs> Oh, shit. I feel like that, that quote right there should be just an explanation of the show. Just like, in short, after going through an explanation of our shows, and in short, it's a gay bomb, baby. <laughs> it's, it's, it's turning the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, thank you very much for uh, for listening. And uh, right now we're going to go to one little ad, and then, you know, we're just going to let you know what's, what's up with everything. So, yeah, we'll be right back on The Church Absurd. Hello, my name is Sergey, and I'm here to tell you about fantastic new product called Chernobyl Vodka. That's right, from the wonderful village of Chernobyl, we have distilled a brand new fantastic vodka drink, and if you don't believe it's healthy for you, I can tell you right now that we have reduced the radiation to only 5%. That's right, 80% alcohol, 5% radiation. If you don't believe it, then it is healthy for you. Just ask one of our very satisfied customers. His name is Chad. He is a frat boy from Washington University. Chad, what do you think of fantastic new Chernobyl vodka? Bro, Chernobyl vodka is the shit. I mean, it's the the feeling when I glow in the mirror. Wait, I'm no. glowing. Why? Why am I glowing? Well, no, you know, it is fine. You you are fine. You you have no you have no problem. You look nice and healthy. My it, my my tooth just came out. Okay, well, do you know the, the, uh, maybe you should stop. Uh, okay, okay, we got him taken care of. So be sure to check out fantastic false cool new product Chernobyl vodka available at stores now, especially at fantastic bodegas where you buy your marijuana and ecstasy. So check it out now, Chernobyl vodka, not as unhealthy as you think. And welcome back for the final time to the Church Absurd. Sam, you going to get yourself a fifth of uh, Chernobyl vodka? I mean, I really want to glow, to be honest with you. Right. And we're out in eastern Kentucky, so fuck teeth. Right, exactly. <laughs> Who needs teeth anyway? But that, you know, with the solar energy, it would definitely help me cut back on my, you know, economic food. <laughs> right, exactly. It was definitely, my carbon footprint would definitely be reduced if I could glow, you know, use my forehead, my large forehead to read by. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so uh, you know, as you heard at the beginning of uh, this episode, you know that little network advertisement we had. Uh, so be sure to check out all those shows that we talked about in that little thing, including ours. Go back and listen to the first episode if you haven't. Uh, you know, check out the Fickle Fanboy. Uh, check out Unseriously Serious, Designated Drinkers, and as always, as we said in the last segment there, uh, if you want to help out with League of Infuriated Nerds, send your little rant uh, to FatLulzRadio at Gmail dot com with Nerd Rant in the title. Uh, so yeah, uh, we appreciate you listening to this here episode of Church Absurd. We're hoping you come back next week for your weekly service with our little chapel here. Uh, you know, we're we're slowly but surely getting better, folks. So uh, better, but still down, wor- downhill. Better but worse. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a it's it's a it's a, a, a conundrum. That's what we are. We are we are a paradox. That's what we are. <laughs> 
this show is a paradox. That's all it is. And, uh, you know, if uh, you were uncomfortable with the uh, gay fan fiction of Jeffrey Dahmer... Get uh, the fuck over it, because you didn't have to read it. Yeah, you didn't have to read it, but, uh, you know, even though you listen to it, uh, you know, get the fuck over it, because we're just going to get gayer. And don't dream about that fan fiction tonight, because you totally fucking will. Yeah, can I just say, if you were hard during any point of that segment... Seek help. <laughs> he, he killed 17 people. 17. Uh, one with a seven after it. Exactly. That's All right. A, so that has been this week's Church Absurd. As always, we ended out with the closing message. Anything you want to say before we go, Deacon Sam? Uh, just another reminder. Mouse murder mystery plagues me, haunts me, fucking help me. Yeah, give him some fucking clues. Look up some cryptids. The, Closure. Anything. The mouse murderer of Mulberry Hill or something. You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, fucking <laughs> the mouse murderer of Bowling Green. The mouse vampire. Sounds like some shit Kellyanne Conway would say. Remember the... The yeah. Mouse Bowling Green Massacre. Yeah, exactly. Fucking, yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely check out the, all the other shows on our network. Check out the first episode of our show. And come back next week for the the weekly service of uh, The Church Absurd. As always, go in peace and tear the world to pieces. This has been a Fat Lowell's Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. Alright, so the episode's been over for a while. We're just uh, eating some lasagna. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. So what you got planned this week? Nothing really. I'm once I get this taken care of, I'm really just going to be chilling out. Always fun. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to some more snow. Yeah. We're supposed to get more snow on Sunday. As long as I can keep my truck working, that'd be nice. Yeah. Four-wheel drive, get a drive around the snow. I've never had four-wheel drive before. <laughs> it's something to be proud of, you know. The Danger Ranger. Mm. Yeah. I do want to get the uh, the Edge Lord sticker on there, put Lord underneath it. Lasagna is good because it's got mushrooms in it. Fuck you. Yeah. I, I bet this is driving like certain people crazy. <laughs> I want some goddamn lasagna. You should have been at the reception. Well, you it's not invited. Yeah, it's not even that. I think they're just they don't want to hear mouth sounds. A buddy of mine. He uh, hosts a podcast called The Second Shot. Yeah. And they do several episodes where they're um, eating and, like, trying different foods. And uh, he always mentions her name, saying, I'm sorry about this. I know you hate listening to mouth sounds. (laughs) you imagine how miserable she would be if she was listening to this? Yeah. Especially because we're not even talking. She'd be fucking terrified. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like this will get a <laughs> thorough reaction from a few of our faithful listeners. Right? They're going to be like, what the fuck? Why am I listening to this? Why haven't I turned this off? Why am I still <laughs> listening to this? It'd be best if they like fell asleep listening to our podcast and they woke up in the middle of this. When I was in like middle school, I took a shitload of caffeine pills for some reason on like a dare. Mm-hmm. In, in retrospect, probably really bad. 
Yeah, but, yeah, but uh, that probably wreaked havoc on your insides. It did. I shit a lot, mm-hmm. and it, like after a while, but for the majority of the time, my sphincter was just like a fucking knot. But uh, I just had some Mountain Dew. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I remember falling asleep listening to the Bob and Tom show. Finally, when I finally was able to fall asleep, yeah. and waking up, and I still to this day swear someone. Like in the early, it was having early morning fun on that because it was the sounds of like a plunger just com- repeatedly plunging flesh and a woman moaning and a <laughs> monkey screaming. I, I still to this day don't know if that was real or if that was just in my mind from the shitload of caffeine pills I had t- I had chugged down with Mountain Dew. When I first got here, when I got down here, um, I had a whole album of a podcast that this podcast called Tom Steve Dave did. It was called Overkill, and they talked about, like, ghosts, goblins, all that shit. And uh, at the end of one of their episodes, they played a uh, sound recording from an exorcism. Mm. And um, in that sound recording, it was, like, literally, like, just a demonic woman screaming. And I woke up to that. That, that was terrifying. We used to wait until someone passed out on our couch. And just leave, like, the Devil May Cry soundtrack on, like, mm-hmm. a 10-hour loop. Playing Hide the Remote and <laughs> Turn the Volume on. <laughs> or, like, the Look at My Horse, My Horse is Amazing. For, like, fucking eight hours and then wake up to that. God damn it! Devil May Cry, man. Yeah, I remember waking up to that one. That one was weird. Yeah. The fucking, um... The remake they did was really strange. I still haven't played any of those games. They're not bad. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, the, the, even though the remake was weird, it was it wasn't it wasn't a bad game per se. Yeah, it was pretty good actually. You know, typical typical hack and slash, but plenty of uh, you know, references to like corporate media. The one demon that you fight is like a sort of Alex Jones, Bill O'Reilly offspring. Wow, that sounds pretty intense. Yeah. Fucking edgy dubstep soundtrack and everything. It was 2012, so. Oh man. That's what you do in 2012. <laughs> Dark times. No. That's a good lasagna. Oh yeah. We should do ghetto tapas one of these times. Definitely that. And um, I say next time we just eat some really crunchy tacos. <laughs> well, that's where the, the ghetto tapas come into play. Get like taquitos, cook them up really crunchy, mm-hmm. arrange them really nicely. Yeah. And get like a Ritz crackers and the cheese whiz and shit like that. The best part is when we're really poor and we'll just eat bologna sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Thank you for joining us on the after service reception. Sorry if you don't like mouth sounds. (laughs) We'll see you next week.